Ion 2020 episode 284. Have 2020 vision with Ion 2020, your source for the news and events in the lead up to the 2020 presidential election. I am Ray Eaton, and I will keep you up to date daily until November 2020 with a libertarian perspective on the candidates and their policies along with the news. Thank you for joining me. Now let's clear our vision. Hey, what's up, everybody? Ray Eaton here, host of Ion 2020. I appreciate you joining me for another show. Um, in this case, crazy chaotic situation that we've been being forced to deal with for the last two months now, it seems, yeah, it's been two months now, it's about middle, about the beginning of March is when you started really seeing the headlines with the coronavirus, and then you started having little mini shutdowns, and then you finally saw the entire country shut down, and it's just chaotic, man, it really is, and this is a libertarian show, and I always like to bring out the the challenges that government has created because of a lot of this stuff. A lot of the things that are happening right now, especially with the economy, are going to be a direct result of the government screwing things up with all these, you know, push these packages through as fast as you possibly can to get this money out to the people because they need it and everything else. And I wanted to talk about one specifically, uh, something that... It was the $2 trillion package that they passed basically overnight with the no votes. And they, you know, and uh, who was it? Thomas Massey went, he drove from Kentucky to Washington overnight and made sure that these people had to at least get a quorum to vote on this $2 trillion package. And it's just become a blunder, it's become a complete mess. And this is what I want to talk to today at first because the implications to the business owner are tremendous and let me get into it really fast for you so there's the PPP the payroll protection program that was part of this package and what that is is a business owner can go to their bank and apply for it and they just pass another Three, I think it was like three, thirty-five or three hundred fifty billion dollar package, and that was to extend the PPP package, the Payroll Protection Package or Payroll Protection Program. And the goal was to, in the intention of it, right, the road to hell is paved on good intentions. Remember this. The intention was, business owners can't afford to keep their employees on because they've been forced to shut down. So in order to help the business owners to keep their employees employed, because all of a sudden a business owner is a charity event, a charity organization that is going to open up and have people sit around and do nothing all day long and pay them. A restaurant owner is going to bring in his full staff of 15 employees every single day and pay them during this time and take out a loan to make it happen. That was the intention of this entire program. So let's say I'm Ray's Restaurant and we went from busting it out every night, you know, we had a great restaurant going, 15 employees, small place, 
couple of people in the back of the house, a couple of people in the front of the house. We're all working hard, making things happen. And then this happens, they shut me down. And now all I can do is to go food, and I got 30% of my normal business coming in. And most of that business is, you know, or most of the people that would need to work are the couple of cooks. So I got a couple of cooks myself, and I got someone that's going to work the phones, take the orders, get them ready to go, and, and do all these to-go orders. I don't need all the servers. I don't need the busboys. I don't need the people that are doing most of the work. I still need a dishwasher. But, you know, I'm going to cut back as much as I possibly can so that I don't have to... So I don't have to pay out the payroll because that's the biggest expense that I have is my payroll. Food costs are one thing, but payroll is probably the largest expense that a business owner has. I'm a retail shop. I got shut down. I can't work. I can't have employees come into work, but I'm supposed to keep them on my payroll through this whole thing because I'm a charity organization, right? I'm a restaurant owner. I'm a charity organization, right? I'm going to just pay people just for the hell of it. Just just because I'm a nice guy and I want to keep people on the payroll. That's not how businesses work. So the idiots up in Congress come up with this great idea. We're going to give business owners these loans, these small business loans. So they can go out and keep their employees on the payroll. They have to use like 75% of it to keep their employees on the payroll. They could use the other 25% for rent and interest payments and things like that. But all the food that's going to waste, all the stuff that's depreciating in value, all the bills that are coming due on those on their inventory cuz most businesses don't just own all their inventory. They have it on credit and then they pay it later, net 30, net 60, whatever it is. So they have 60 days to pay it off. That's how most grocery stores work as well. And you've been forced to shut down your business. And you're going to keep everyone on the payroll. And Congress, idiots. They don't understand business whatsoever. So you're going to ask me to take out a loan so I could pay people when you guys forced me to shut down in the first place. And you're going to put the stipulation in there that says, yeah, you know what? It'll be a grant. You don't have to pay it back. It'll be forgiven as long as you hire all your employees back and get them on the payroll. So you're going to pay all those people for the last three weeks, four weeks, month, two months. Because this thing started in March. and middle of March, I think, is when this was passed. So let's say now you finally got your money. Six weeks later, you're going to bring your employees back on and pay them all for the last six weeks. Say, you know what? All of you guys, you guys were never let go. You were just, we just paid you. We're going to pay you through that time. It's basically an extension of unemployment through the employer. There's a problem though. There's a problem. The business owner does not have to pay that money back as long as they hire all their employees back. As long as they get all their employees back. As long as all their employees come back and work for them. The restaurant industry is very high turnover. Congress people don't understand that. Most of them never worked in a restaurant. Restaurant industry, retail, very high turnover. Those people, probably, not all of them, but quite a few would have went from Wendy's to Burger King. They would have went from... You know, one restaurant to another. They would have went to one retail store to another. 
they might not have stayed on board during that time. And the incentive to get fired or to get let go, to get laid off, has been put in place. So I'm a business owner. Call up all my employees. Hey, man, I just got this paycheck payroll protection program into place. I just got that money in my pay, pay or my bank account. Listen, I'm going to go ahead and pay you for the last six weeks. Come on back in. I have to because if I don't, I got to pay this thing back. So let me give you that money. And the employer's like, dude, I've been in unemployment making like 900 bucks a week for the last four weeks. I don't know if I'm going to come back and work for you, man. I don't want that money. Then I'll have to pay back my unemployment because I was never unemployed. And then the business owner is in a predicament. Holy crap. I can't get any of my employees to come back and work for me. I can't get any of them to get up and come work for me. They, they won't even accept my money because they just got $900 a week from the government. $600 is the unemployment that you get from the federal government through this. It goes through July 31st. And you still get your state benefits as well of anywhere from 250 up to like $450, $550, depending on which state you're in. So you're still going to get your state benefits, and you're still going to get the federal benefit. It does not make me want to go to work if that was the case. I'm not going to take that three or 400 bucks a week that the restaurant owner is going to pay me. I just made $900 on unemployment. And I have to pay that back. Nope, I'm not coming back to work for you, man. I'm sorry. I considered that a layoff, and I'm and I'm done. You know, call me in July. And the business owner's like, holy crap. I just got a $100,000 payroll protection plan, and I can't get half of my people to come back and work for me. What position does that put that business owner in now? We just asked these business owners to take out a trillion dollars in loans from the government and then the government incentivized their employees not to come back and work for them the government gave them these loans and now they can't get their employees to come back and work for them that business owner is screwed all thanks to idiots in congress Idiots in Congress who passed this thing through never read the bill, never looked at it. 800 pages written by lobbyists. But we got to get it through, man. We have to get it through. The people need the money. We need to help out the business owners. And by helping the business owners, you destroyed the business owner. He now has a $100,000 loan that he has to pay back because his employees won't come back and work for him insanity guys insanity yet that's what we deal with that's what the people have to deal with is just idiots in Washington that don't understand businesses they would have been better left alone those business owners better left alone I told a lot of the people that I deal with in my business I said listen there's going to be strings attached to this money I didn't see that coming but when you're getting paid $900 a week and you normally make $500 a week to sit home and do nothing until July 31st, that's May, 
and June and all of July, guys. That's three months taking $900 a week. Are you really going to go back and work your normal job? No, I got a nice extended vacation, man. The economy is about to open back up. States are opening up their parks. States are opening up their beaches. You know, maybe I'll go tour around the country for the for a little while and make my $900. I mean, my bills are based upon a $500 a week job. So I got an extra $400 a week to spend. A nice extended vacation is what these people are incentivized to have. While the business owner sits there and is absolutely screwed with trillions of dollars in debt. Trillions of dollars in debt. Across the entire board. Money that was borrowed from China, borrowed from other countries that take out and buy United States Treasury bills, borrowed on the back of your children, borrowed on the back of everybody that comes after us. That money will never be paid back. All they're going to do is live poorer than we did. Because our government just spent, the deficit is going to be $3.5 trillion this year. I think the largest deficit in the financial crisis was like a trillion dollars. So three and a half times larger than the financial crisis of 2008. Absolutely crazy. Yet here we are. We're sitting here living in the twilight zone, man. Everyone just everyone just was falling over themselves to try to pass these trillion dollar packages. Let's give them more money. Give them more money. I feel bad for all these small business owners, man. I really do. You got under under 500 employees. You're having a hard time. You take out this line, this loan. I mean, every car dealer that I deal with in my normal day-to-day job was applying for this money. Their salespeople are making... Sometimes they make a ton of money. But sometimes they're not. Are they going to go back to work? A lot of them shut down their car dealerships for a couple of weeks. And now the, those people are in employment that were working for them. Are they going to go back to work? No, they're going to stick that employer with that. Stick that car dealer with a $100,000 loan that they took out. Or $50,000 loan that they took out. And they're going to have to pay it back. This forgivable loan is now an anchor around their business. The only ones that are making out from these loans is the bank that's servicing them because the bank's getting paid to service those loans. They're making the interest or whatever it is. They're making a certain amount. They're making some sort of fees and stuff that come from it. I'm sure else the banks wouldn't do it. So their Banks aren't a charity. You think the banker's just sitting there like, oh yeah, haha, I'm going to go ahead and uh, spend you know, all of my human resources, all of the people that are writing loans for my business, I'm going to sit there and have them work night and day to get these loans processed for nothing. No, the bank is making money off of those loans. This isn't a charity. So the bank is making a ton of money. All these banks, tons of money. This is a transfer of wealth from you to the banks. That's what it was. 
The lobbyists, man, must have worked their tails off to make this happen. The lobbyists were were just like, wow, we just made this thing happen, man. Three and a half trillion dollars spent by the federal government in like a month. Yeah, those lobbyists were just, you know, they are foaming at the mouth at all this money. That's what it comes down to. It's absolutely insanity. Absolute insanity. It it just don't fall for the government's tricks, man. These people, they're not there to help you. These politicians are there to get reelected. They're there to make sure that their lobbyists get taken care of so that they get those campaign donations every single time that they're running for re-election. That's all it is. Point blank. That's it. End of sentence. People fall for this bullcrap of, oh, I'm here to help people out. I'm here to make sure that they are taken care of in this crisis because we have the coronavirus and businesses are shut down. No, we shut them down. It wasn't the coronavirus. The politicians shut them down. And then they're there to come to the rescue. They're like the guy that lit the fire. They lit the fire and now they're there to put it out. And they're going to call themselves a hero. Yes, it is true that If the government did not shut things down, people still would have made different decisions in their lives about going out. The news we've been talking about, the coronavirus, daily deaths, all the stuff that they're normally doing now, they would have been talking about, you know, keeping yourself safe and politicians would have been saying, hey, you know what, stay at home if you need to. The guidance would have still been there to play it safe and be careful. So businesses probably would have lost a lot of money in the first place. Businesses would have probably had a couple months with like 60% of their normal revenue, 70% of their normal revenue, even 20% of their normal revenue. Who knows? Businesses would have struggled. They would have. That's how good businesses go out of, or stay in business and bad businesses go out of business. Like, that's just the way it is. Yes, in the absence of government force, people would have still made different decisions about their daily routine. I'm not going to go out to as many restaurants this month. I'm not going to go out to the grocery store. I'm not going to go to this store and that store. I'm not going to go to this concert. I'm not going to go to this sporting event. People would have made those decisions on their own, and most of those sporting events shut down on their own anyway. Most of those large events shut down on their own anyway. Most of those businesses that are higher-risk businesses made the decision to, you know, cut back, shut down, do whatever, despite the government, like not even having the government force them to do it. So you probably would have seen an economic slow down in the first place you would have but not as bad as it is now government made that happen made it happen as bad as it was or as bad as it is and now on top of that they made it even worse by anchoring these damn small businesses anchoring these small businesses down with these loans that they can't pay back, that they won't be able to pay back because they can't get their employees to come back to work for them because those employees are making $900 a week on unemployment. Amazing. But you know what? That's the idiots we have up in Washington. That's the idiots that we have there. And we're the ones that elected them. You, me, well, maybe not you and me because most of us, or a lot of us don't vote probably. 
that are like, you know, hardcore type libertarians, where we vote for a libertarian or whatever. Like, we probably didn't vote for the Republican or the Democrat. Let's just say that. But you got to help them out. You got to help the people. You got to help the people. We're here for the people. We're here because we're in the best interest of the people of America. Yeah, right. That is not true. I would never believe that. Never believe that. So let me move on to one more topic. I'll cover cover this really fast. Joe Biden and Tara Reid, right? Joe Biden and Tara Reid. You hear everything that's going on right now. He had 25 interviews since Tara Reid made the accusation in like the early early March. 25 interviews with reporters. Not one question about Tara Reid. Not one question. That's amazing. I was thinking about that. I'm like, these people are just ignoring these accusations. This is not headline news to them. This is something that they want to ignore, that they want to make sure that they don't cover, that they don't let become front page news because they are on his side. The press, the media, those that are doing these interviews, they are on his side. They're not going to ask the hard questions unless they have to. And they're not going to do it. They're not going to think for themselves on that issue. Amazing, right? Is this going to hurt his presidential campaign? Is it going to put a roadblock right now to him being the Democratic nominee? I'm thinking it might. I'm thinking that Fox News is pushing this thing hard because... You know, they're, they're like, all about conservatives and Trump. So they're going to jump on it. Like, I think I listened to a little bit of Fox News this morning. And, uh, or was it last night? I don't know. Yeah, it was this morning. I was listening to Fox News. And probably an hour of it was dedicated to this whole Tara Reid thing. Of how the government is, or not the government, the, the um, press is completely ignoring it. The press is covering up for him. The press is not giving him the hard questions. The press is just mute on the subject. But they're not going to be able to remain mute that long. They're not going to. They're going to have to start talking about it. Fox News is already talking about it. You see it in like other press outlets as well, but not as much. They cover up for him. They talk about how it's not that big of a deal. They talk about how she's probably lying whatever it's amazing right the way that they do that but is it gonna that, that for I on 2020 my purpose is the 2020 election is this gonna hurt his re-election campaign it will it's going to it's going to um, especially becomes a big controversy like you see Democrats push people out push people out of their party, push people out of different things for different allegations like that, especially the fact that Joe Biden says he's adamant. It never happened. It never, never happened. No, 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 no. Right? Deny, deny, deny. And that's normal. That's what politicians do. Donald Trump did the same thing. I think he had like 20 or 25 women that came out and said that he had, you know, sexually assaulted them or something. And he denied, denied, denied. Democrats hated him for that. Republicans defended him on that. Same exact way that Democrats are defending 
Joe Biden now and Republicans are trying to beat him up? Like that's just the that's just politics. But I think so if you look at the polls or not the polls, sorry, if you look at the um the betting odds sites that do these little odds of who's gonna be the president, people can put their money on it. You see for the Democratic nominee nominee, you see Joe Biden's falling. Will he be the nominee? They haven't nominated their person yet. He's a presumptive nominee. They have not had their convention. They have not voted to see who's going to be the nominee. <clears throat> if it blows up in his face much further, he might not be the nominee. If it blows up in his face much further, you might have a contested convention. A convention where everyone just votes for who they want to. And who would make out the best on that? Right now, the voting odds, the betting odds sites are saying, like, Hillary Clinton is, like, right behind, not right behind him. Joe Biden's 89% chance of being the nominee, I think it is. Maybe 85% chance of being the nominee for Democrats. Hillary Clinton's, like, 5 maybe 6%. But it'll continue to go up as this controversy blows up even further. It'll continue to go up. Hillary Clinton, man, wouldn't that be interesting, right? Wouldn't that be interesting, We'll see what happens, man. That's <laughs> That would be an interesting turn of events. It would be funny as hell. It would probably make the... It would almost definitely make the presidential election really fun to watch August to November. And it would be good for my show because people would be paying attention to the, to the election again. Because no one's paying attention to the election. So I've been focusing on the coronavirus and everything else for the last week or so. Or for the last month or so. Actually, since, gosh, it was like, oh my gosh. It's been nine weeks now. Holy cow. No, not nine weeks. Sorry, seven weeks now since I've been doing coronavirus shows. I'm about tired of it. I am. I'm sure all of you guys are tired of it as well. Not tired of my shows, obviously, but tired of the uh, coronavirus and all the stuff that's going on with this. But, you know what? We still got to take care of ourselves, man. I'm, I'm not one of those that thinks that it's just like some big hoax, you guys know that, but I do think that the hoax is on the American people for the economic stuff. The hoax is on the small business owner, like I said earlier, because they're taking out trillions of dollars in loans that they're going to have to pay back because there's no incentive for their employees to go back to work. It sickens me. It sickens me. I mean, for someone who cares about people, I care about these people. I care about people who are business owners that just got screwed. That were all excited about it, saying, yes, I'm going to be able to get these loans. And boom. Hoping that they wouldn't have to pay it back. They just got, it's, it's a hoax. They just got duped. They really did. But hey, enjoy your week. Thank you for joining me for the Monday show of Ion 2020. If you really like what you hear every day, go ahead and subscribe to the show. If you like what you hear every day, five startings in reviews are very helpful to the show as well so that other people can hear it. If you want to share the show with your friends, you can do that as well. Uh, the way that you can do that is by going to the link and just sharing it with you know with your friends on Facebook or something or on Twitter or wherever you're at. And then uh, follow me on IonTheEmpire.com, IonTheEmpire on Facebook and on Twitter as well. If you see any of the posts I've been posting lately on Facebook, I've been posting quite a few lately. So I hope you enjoy those. Go ahead and like those and share those as well. 
And uh, let's get this message out there, man. Let's get this libertarian message out there. Let's start trying to figure out ways to bring other people to the movement of liberty. Because when we, we know that when we are free, when people are free, the world is a much better place without force. So anyway, I appreciate you joining me. Come on back on Thursday and you'll have clear vision for 2020.